Hello, everybody, and welcome to an adventure in the Inked Expanse. I'm so excited to be able to share um, creating in this world with our lovely gamekeeper, Anastasia, who normally runs games in the Inked Expanse, but we're doing a little multi-shot madness Inked Expanse thing that is in the very distant past and of this setting. Technically, miniseries mayhem. If you want to miniseries, I don't know where I There's, got that other name. I mean, it's MS, MSM. 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 The MSM. Shout out to MSM Delhi in Tacoma, Washington. Is that an actual place? Yeah, it fucking rocks. Okay, MSM Delhi. All right, sponsor us, MSM Delhi. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to what I was just saying before. I'm excited to share creating this world, and I'm also excited to share creating this world with my players. I was telling them before, and also a couple days ago, that I've included a lot of areas in this, uh, in my preparation for this one-shot, where they are encouraged and allowed to add to the world and expand on their characters, these characters that we've never seen or heard of before, um, into events that are leading into things that are important for our main campaign, although in the very far future. Um, with me today, I have um, current player Meg, who's Hi. below me. I'm pointing at her. That's Meg. And then we've also got current player Jay. Hey, it's me. And we've got returning former player Bryce is back, oh baby. My gosh. Insert air horn sound. I'm Feel here. You. You sound so excited, bud. I'm here. We told Woo. you you are will you signed the contract and you were contractually obligated to rejoin us. And um it's true. Now you're back. So I'm excited. I've been playing too much Baldur's Gate three and I like I'm like, this is great and all, but I need real I need real. Real. to do whatever I want instead of a list of four options. I thought I for my my brain was like trying to come up with like an imagery of like like sinking your hands into some good old fashioned D and D like it was like dirt or something, but I couldn't come up with it in time, and so I was like, I'm just gonna cut it. But I was like, but it's funny, so I have to say dirt. it. So, uh, congrats. scoop up some cheese wheel pasta cheese. slathered in some D and D. I don't know. And okay. Cool Ranch Before. Dorito Flex. This has yep. become too abstract. That's a flavorful meal to eat while you listen to these episodes. <laughs> Your taste buds um, will never recover. <laughs> it's true. And you guys will never recover from this introduction. <gasps> that was a great segue. Wow. Thank you. All right, here I go. I'm going to read a couple paragraphs. I hope you're ready. We are in an inked expanse of ages long past, before the development of artifice and before the need for the protection of the sanctuaries. Although countries are named as we know them, their borders, people, and cities are ancient and proud. This time, known by modern history books as the Collision Era, is raked by war and conflict, but also joined by ingenuity and development, as war often is. Mages develop spells for battle, healing, and construction. Politicians elocute to their people and to each other, trying to find tenuous treaties and moments of peace. Druids and others of natural heart stand their ground in defending the world's beauty and splendor, taking no sides in the war unless threatened. The people of the inked expanse cling to survival, finding darkness and violence around every corner, 
and light only in each other. The main aggressor in this time is the overbearing nation of Tetros. Its capital, Sicyr, looms over the northeastern coastline, making their forces a threat to Elbia and Ospi by sea, and threatening Rain, Gosnesh, and Nazmor with their landbound military. Their massive numbers and organized chains of command have pushed the people of Gosnesh up against the Cathra Mountains, making it difficult for the soldiers of Rain to come to their assistance with closed and trapped trails and pathways. Although Tetros does not push on the borders of Elbia and Ospai, they have positioned ships and battalions to cut off their support to the southern neighbors. Thus, Rain, Gosnesh, Elbia, Ospai, Nazmor, and Votara have called together a war council at Lake Saru, which in current times is known as the Nemka Sanctuary. Nazmorian diplomats who called this council hope to work together to gain some sort of strategic advantage through sharing information and having forces work together. The shock comes when an Elbian spy reveals that their network has seen some kind of large earth elemental, veined with an unknown material, being developed outside of Sicyr. Shortly after, an agreement is made between the leaders of these countries to develop an elite strike team of sorts in order to infiltrate and eliminate this new massive threat. As discussions erupt between nations deciding who should be a part of this team, the Elbian bugbear spy who enlightened this council is forcefully ushered away by a small group of diplomats from Gosnesh and Rain. Hoping to gain more information quickly, they tug at his shoulders and press against the back of his head, but not before his furred digits grasp hold of the arm of a Nazmorian contact of theirs and establish a mental link with his insect-like humanoid. Meg, could you describe your character? Make a sleight of hand check and describe their actions as a result of this check. Yeah. Um, so this Nazmorian individual is a mechanically small thrycreen. Um, he has a outer what exoskeleton. Um, that's the word. He has an outer exoskeleton that is sort of shifting between mottled browns, some green colors, and large eyes um, that have kind of the praying mantis eyes where if you like look at it from different angles, it like is all cool and prismatic. Um, it was a sleight of hand check, right? Yes, please. Okay. Um, sleight of hand, which is going to be a 22. Amazing. With a 22, you feel that something is in the palm of this bugbear's hand, and he is trying to slip it to you. This Thrycreen, who is known to most people who know him by the name of Peaks, um, is going to just try and take whatever it is that is in this bugbear's palm. And uh, just kind of slip it into um, sort of like the crease in their joint between where their natural armor plates uh, kind of converge and tuck it away into there. Awesome. I'm going to roll two perception checks against you. <laughs> One for each of these um, diplomats who are taking the bugbear away. They're rolling against your 22. Okay. They each have a plus four to perception. And they're trying to beat your 22. <laughs> I rolled a natural 9 for a total of 13. 
and a natural 19 for a total of 23. The diplomat from Gosnesh, who is a half-orc woman, she's got this long robe that is split in half with an undershirt of woven cloth underneath in grays and greens, um, sees you flick something up your arm very slightly and kind of shoves the bugbear forward, the spy contact of yours that you've been in communications with a couple times over the course of this war, turns to you and says, whatever that was, we're going to get it from you after we get everything out of this man. And she just turns away from you and pushes him away, but you know that she's going to come back and figure out what that is. Okay. Is there anybody else in the room right now? Yes, you are behind um, your Nazmorian leader. Um, I will um, pull that up. Um, their name is Supervisor Umanon. Um, you've been working with them for a long time. Um, the country of Nazmor has many supervisors, but they only sent one of them to represent um, their country here. Um, and you are around a large semicircular table where the leaders of all these other countries are sitting and representatives and allies and assistants of theirs are standing behind them just like you are. But you're kind of close to the door where they took this um, Elbian bugbear spy. Okay. Um, and the bug, uh, sorry, the, was it orcish or half orcish? Half orcish, The yes. half orcish woman, was that said loudly enough that, like, th my leader would have heard that? Or was it more of, like, an under-the-breath kind of threat? Um, it was fairly pronounced, but also there's lots of discussion overlapping around the table between leaders and sub-leaders and things like that. So you're not exactly sure who else heard it. If anyone, probably um, Supervisor Umanon, your leader that's right next to you, and maybe um, the Defense General of Gosnesh also heard it, who's kind of near you, like mm -hmm. the next seat over and behind the Sovereign of Gosnesh as well, their main leader. Okay. Possibly they heard it as well. You could make a check to see if you could figure out if anybody else heard it. Sure, I'll do that. That would be uh, insight or perception, do you think? I think this would be insight. Perfect. I love insight. It's my favorite thing. Not my most favorite, but a pretty favorite thing. How about a dirty 20 for that one? Amazing. You definitely know that the defense general of Gosnesh also heard it. Okay. Um, in that case, um, um, using the two smaller arms, Peeks is going to take a small piece of parchment and start writing just nonsense in Thieves' Cant and or scroll it up, crumple it up, and then try and slip that, like, crumpled up nonsense message from the bugbear into the elbow joint and take what was really in there and hide it somewhere else with them. Amazing. Roll another sleight of hand check okay. for me. <laughs> I've had pretty okay rolls so far. I'm scared that that's going to run out, but we'll see how that goes. Another sleight of hand. Okay, that one is not as good. I, I knew it, unfortunately. That one is going to be a 20, uh, not 20, uh, 14. Sorry, numbers are bad in my brain. Okay. You do successfully swap these things. Okay. It takes a little longer than you hoped to write out this little slip of paper and, like, crumple mm -hmm. it up. And the defense general definitely, like, saw you write this and, like, put it also kind of in that crease of your arm. Um, but you don't know how much 
that individual also knows about like your plan mm-hmm. do you take a peek peeks um <laughs> at this object that has been slipped to you before you tuck it away into a pocket i think so just a very quick like if it's a note or i mean based on like the feel mm-hmm. what does it feel like it feels like a rock then yeah peeks will peek okay i would like you to roll a straight intelligence check for me not a save but just a a check just a straight intelligence check. that's just a 10 okay this is what looks to be some kind of metal ore um that is blue in hue and it's like a small chip of this that has just been passed to you um, and you now have it in your pocket okay from there our camera view shifts away from peaks um, framed by the doorway of this room back over to the table where the discussion over this strike team is growing. Focused more on the debate, the Firekeeper and Icekeeper, the leaders of Ospi, have volunteered their country's champion, who has already seen multiple battles in this war, onto the strike team. Jay, could you describe your character and delve them into the debate in any way you see fit? Uh, absolutely. So I think that you see a short, stocky woman with dusty brown hair that is sort of side parted into two braids on either side with green ribbons tied into it. Um, she has gray eyes, a little bit of a five o'clock shadow, shorter in stature, but definitely like sturdier. Um, I wrote in my notes, she exudes BKE, big killing energy. Um... (laughs) Uh, as this Dorvan woman has on chainmail armor that is secured to her body with various straps and belts made of tanned brown leather and various warm gray furs. Uh, she has a maul in one hand that's sort of uh, slung over her shoulder a little bit that has made of medium, uh, sorry, that is made of medium gray metal with a brown leather grip. And she has a circular shield sort of strapped um, to her like side on this little like holster. Um, And I think that she's right now listening to the debates and is listening, but is also kind of chewing whatever the uh, Inked Expanse equivalent is to like bubblegum off in the corner. Amazing. Um, And is listening, but isn't really interjecting or anything. She's here to do a job. She has orders. Um, And I think that she's actually more concerned with everything else that's happening around her. and as they're sort of having this debate, she just sort of uh, leans over to uh, Icekeeper Greatstorm and just says, listen, uh, this chatting, you know, chatting, yeah, cool. When do I, what is, what am I doing? Like, do I stay here? Do I leave? This is like, uh, I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't know. What's... I'm not following. I'm really not following. Um, Ice Icekeeper Bago Greatstorm turns, like, behind herself very slightly to where you're standing behind the Firekeeper and the Icekeeper and says, Fritz, they're talking about sending only you into literally the capital of Tetris. Yeah, I can do it. (laughs) I, I don't doubt that, but you're not the most proficient at infiltration and we're trying to get you some help 
who needs infiltration when all I got to do is smack some heads? That's why I got, that's why I got Rolly over here. She sort of like palms her mall. Um, Rolly over here has got my back. I've got, you know, the blessing of the gods or whatever. She points to the sort of, uh, this sort of symbol on her shield that's a, it looks like a, like a scale, like a balance scale, but the actual like stem part of it is a sword. And on one side of the scale, it looks to be like a radiant light. And on the other side, it looks like to be a fire. And she just sort of says like, I got like the blessings of like, like for Roland and like balance and like justice and shit. I'm justice. I'll just go in, make it work. Roland will do their little like magic juju thing and I'll make it out. It always happens. It always works. I got it. Literally no words. Um, with that comment, the sovereign of Gosnish, the leader of the most warlike country <laughs> on this continent, stares daggers at you and mm-hmm. says, Yeah, but you lost the Battle of the Southern Valley, didn't you? Huh? That's because they tried to put other people on the team and they would not listen. I don't know what you what you've heard, but like this is totally uh sort of like looks at Icekeeper, and I'm assuming is getting like a kind of dirty look talking back to this like huge pinnacle of power, and just says for sure. I'm sorry, Your Grace. It won't happen again, and gives like a little bit of a <laughs> shit eating grin. Um, Sovereign Gondas Kier of Gosnesh looks at you and interrupts what it looks like Icekeeper Greystorm is going to say back to you and says, I think you're right. It won't happen again. We're going to send our own champion in. What do you say to that, huh? Huh, Scales? What do you say to that? Well, um, I say don't cry when I succeed and they don't. He stands up from his chair and starts, like, climbing over the table at you and is like, you little shit, I'm gonna beat your- Um, Did you call me little? Did you call me little? Did you- I swear, like, 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 what did you say? What did you say? Say it again. Do it. Um, you're being held back by the Fire and Ice Keeper. Um, Sovereign Ghana's Cure is being held back by the Defense General, um, Irie Osman of Gosnesh, um, and you're both just, like, yelling at each other across the table, and our focus shifts from this raucous <laughs> uproar that has started and maybe will turn violent oh, um, no. over to an individual who is probably the most pensive at the meeting table, political leader Ricolda Motari of Rain. Of note, she sent her escort three minutes ago to follow the diplomats who removed the Albion spy from the room. Bryce, what does your character look like, and what does he do as he attempts to be the sole proprietor of the valuable information that this bugbear holds? So I'm not alone with them right now. Right, you're following them, like, down a hallway right now. They're taking him to another room, and your leader basically said, hey, follow those guys, get that information, don't let them have the information. So my character is a human male in his mid to late 50s. He is the definition of unassuming. He has no particularly remarkable features. He has sort of black with some gray, like short cropped hair. And if you passed him walking down the side of a street, you would never give a second glance. He's just a regular 
looking guy. I guess I'm just going to tail these people for now. Uh, and wait for us to get somewhere more private. Awesome. Why don't you roll a stealth check to tail them without being noticed? 19. 19. Amazing. Nobody notices you slip out of the room. Um, they don't look the way of your political leader or you as you just leave the room. Um, you catch the door before it closes behind these diplomats and just like slip on through it, let it quietly latch behind you, and you just start strolling down the corridor um, with confidence, um, but also with enough panache that the diplomats and the bugbear don't notice you following them. Um, eventually, they turn a corner um, down a almost cave-like corridor, and then turn again into a wooden door that you hear latch and lock behind them if you let them get the opportunity to close it behind them. I'm going to uh, allow them to close the door. Awesome. This wooden door shuts behind them, and you hear them starting to like attach probably like manacles and chains to this bugbear so that he can't like leave this room or break free or possibly attack them. Um, and you see that this door has a little uh, keyhole on it, um, and it is completely flush with the walls and the ceiling and the floor, um, almost as though this room was built for interrogation or other private conversations that need to happen in this building. Okay, so there's two people in there. Two diplomats that are other than the one bugbear. Bear. Yes. Okay. Do we know who the other two interrogators are? Um, yes. You know that one of them is a diplomat from Gosnish, and one of them is a diplomat from Rain. Oh, so I know one of these people. You definitely know who the diplomat from Rain is, but also your leader told you that even, like, you're supposed to be the only person with this information. Even this diplomat is not to have any information. Okay, I'm going to pick the lock and go in now, after I listen. Awesome. Sleight of hand check, please. If you have expertise in your thieves' tools, I have expertise. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, add that expertise up too. Okay, that's a twenty-two. You pick this lock. It is unlocked. Um, before oh. you open the <laughs> door, is there anything <laughs> that you would like to do? Like, do you want to slam the door open and surprise them? Do you just want to like open the door casually and slip in? How would you like to approach this situation? Okay, so I know who the two people are in there. I'm mm. going. I should also. I forgot to mention. My character has a cane that he walks with. He doesn't have a limp necessarily, or like anything like that. But he just has a sta a cane that's like a fashionable cane that I forgot to mention. Awesome. I'm gonna um open the door quietly and then just as fast as I can, go in and rush down the guy from Gosnish. Amazing. So um, I'm going to open yeah, the door. open the door and very quickly shut it well, behind you. And, and just... I'm going to take my cane as I open the door, and I'm assuming the door opens into the room. It does. And I'm going to flip a little ornamental thing on the handle of the cane and click a button and use my immovable rod to keep the door closed immovable rod moment shut up behind you immovable rod and then how would you like to attack this gosnesh diplomat 
I'm going to go with just my dagger, and I, I want to use non-lethal damage, but I want to incapacitate him. Amazing. Um, this is definitely a surprise to him, so you're going to roll with advantage and all your surprised stuff for this attack. Okay, 28. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Yeah, you more than doubled his AC. Uh, he's just wearing, like, robes because yeah, he's, he's a diplomat. Just, he's just a um, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dude. Where do you, like, pierce this guy's flesh where he is incapacitated but not dead? Um, well, I just want to... I have, like, a, a poison, like a paralysis poison. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I love so I it. I just want to poke him. It doesn't really matter. Awesome. Yeah, you just, like, slip it right under his ribcage, close to his heart, so that it acts as fast as possible, this neutralizing poison. And yeah. he just, like, it's like, ugh! And then just, like, slowly, like, you see, like, the consciousness just, like, fade out of his eyes, and he just, like, stands there and eventually, like, sits down in the chair behind him and just slumps against it. Um, and the, um, the rain diplomat is, like, oh, um, I wasn't aware that, and what do you do, what, like, interrupting his, like, this guy, conversation with you? This guy definitely knows who I am. Um, yeah. Anybody, he's any, assuming any, that there's some yeah. sort of plan that he's not, like, in on. I just say to him, you're dismissed. And I take the immovable rod off of him. What kind of charisma check do you think this is? Is this persuasion or deception or what? It's not deception, so... I'll say perception or okay. persuasion. Persuasion. Awesome. Roll a persuasion check. Um, and I'm going to give you advantage because this guy knows you and knows what your job is. 19 plus 3 plus 4. 26. 26. Um, yeah. You say that he's dismissed and he goes, oh, um, all right. Great. Um, reaches to <laughs> shake your hand. No. <laughs> I just look at him. Doesn't get in the eyes. I don't break eye contact. <laughs> no response. Um and he just goes, Okay. Um and just like uh <laughs> opens the door, closes behind him, and you hear a lock click on the other side, like he used a key on the door to make sure that nobody's gonna come in and bug you. Okay, I'm putting the rod back too. Just in case. You. And you put the immovable rod back, it clicks into place, definitely nobody's coming in here. Um and now you are alone with this bugbear spy. Okay, what is his reaction to what just happened? He's completely shocked. You stabbed a diplomat of a country that you're supposed to be working with right now. Yeah. Remind me what I'm trying to pry out of this guy. Everything he knows. In the meeting, he said, I saw this big earth elemental. It's veined with a okay, right. blue material. Um, and everybody was like, okay, that guy knows some stuff. We got to get information out of him. Everybody else, we're going to talk about how to take out this threat. Can and you so remind me the name out. of my higher-up who gave me this little mission? Yes. Her name is political leader Reholda Moteri. Reholda. Um, you might, like, in shortened conversation, you might call her, like, P.L. Moteri or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say that. I just, I don't want to threaten him. I just want to be like, listen, buddy, I'm here to do things quickly and efficiently. And all this bureaucracy and walkie dog eggshells is getting in the way of that. If you want to get out of here, all you have to do is tell me what you were probably going to tell somebody else. And I can let you go. Yeah, what does that turn this check into? Persuasion? I think it's still probably. persuasion, yeah. Great, go for persuasion. That's what I meant. Go for it originally. All right, uh, 25. 
Amazing. Um, he looks really at you and good. goes, "Yeah, okay." Um, uh, that uh, that other spy in the room, the the Nazmorian one with the arms. I slipped him uh, a piece of the elemental. Uh, I think that's gonna help. So you might want to get in contact with them. Um, I I also know that uh, I, I'm pretty sure if you were gonna get one person, you gotta get the engineer. That's that's what they call him over there. I was listening in, and they there's this man who's channeling some kind of magic, and it's as far as I know, it took a small earth elemental like the the size of a chair, and he's been funneling arcana and magic into it and it's been growing it's been picking up pieces of the surrounding terrain just sticking it on itself and it's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i think if you take that guy out maybe it won't grow anymore and that'll be good maybe it'll fall apart and that'll even be better but if you can find that guy he's usually around the thing if you can find that guy i take him out i I think this war's over how do you know all this anyways i've been there for months just working on this project? Uh, being, project of being a spy? Yeah. Oh. You're a spy? They call that deep undercover. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I thought you... Do, you... do you not know who I am? You're, like, legendary. There's a lot of people in this game. I don't know all of them. I'm getting old. Well, just know that young folk like me uh, kind of look up to you. But yeah, yeah. I, either way, this... this engineer's a target. All right, all right. And what made this bug guy so important to have the piece of the elemental? I've worked with him before, and he's got a knack for figuring out how to use stuff and, like, put things together. Figured if anybody would know what this rock is, it's probably him. All I've right, young guy. What would you... What can you tell me about the bug guy other than that? Do you trust him? Do you know what he's all about? How good is he? Um, I want you to roll another persuasion check. Fifteen. Fifteen. He has, says... still have rogue stuff. So. Um, Meg, what do you think this bugbear would reveal about your own character to a spy that he admires and has um, shown himself to be important in this whole ordeal? Yeah. I think one of the things that uh, this bugbear would emphasize is that Peeks is very much the type of spy that, like, is fully aware that being a spy means you probably won't go home someday. Peeks is kind of not risky in the sense of risking the operation, but this bugbear will probably say that he is willing to do just about anything that um is required to do from like a sort of political point of view like there don't really seem to be any like limits or boundaries uh to what peaks will or won't do even if it means like putting his own life like in immediate danger awesome very much like yeah if you need something done he'll do it and it could go you know very awry but it'll get done kind of thing awesome um bryce and your character whose name uh we haven't said yet mazith greep um uh how does mazith greep uh react to this kind of information being forwarded he kind of nods his head in like approval like that style of working is a 
he respects that. He feels like a lot of other people, assassins and rogues and spies and that sort of thing, are too cautious. And they don't... Uh, yeah, no, but he, he likes that. He's like, huh, interesting. Uh, sounds like my kind of spy. Surprised I haven't heard of somebody like that. That's what makes him a good spy. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. that nobody has heard of him. <laughs> Almost too risky to recommend. <laughs> yeah, just as a another like master spy, you know about other ones maybe. Anyways, all right, yeah. I'm like, that's really all they brought you here for. This whole summit was just to talk about the fact that you saw this elemental and that it's growing. And that's kind of all all you have. I saw it flatten probably 50 soldiers with one swing. Like, this is massive and a huge threat. If they sent this to Gosnish, I'm pretty sure the country wouldn't last. There's just the one of them. It's not like they're trying to make multiple, as far as you know. So far. Well, I can't say I'm not a little disappointed, but you did. You held up your end of the bargain, and I opened his chains, and I grabbed my immovable rod and i just leave all right where do you head to i go, go back, back to the, the main room. room yeah great we follow mazeth Greep um, back down this hallway turning the corner and then through these large doors into um, the main meeting room where all of these leaders are and as you've been gone mazeth the conversation has continued and slightly cooled down from the table-leaping conflict that Fritz and the leader of Gosnesh, um, I want to use these people's names, and I can't find them when I need them. The, the verbal and almost physical conflict between Sovereign Gondaskir of Gosnesh um, and Fritz, the champion of Ospai, has slightly cooled down, and um, Gosnesh has kind of put their hands up and said, great, we'll let this champion of Ospai um, be the leader of this mission. But now the conversation has focused on individuals who could possibly infiltrate Treacherous and assist the champion of Ospai in taking out this large earth elemental threat. Players, champion, spies, how do you guarantee these allies are on your side and how do you prepare your approach and infiltration? looking for people that you need to trust. I'm looking for how you get close or inside the capital city, Sysir. I'm looking for other resources, objects, tools, underlings that you will gather in assistance to this mission. What do you do and who do you talk to to get those things? Um, I have a couple of ideas, but I have to double check the map um, mm-hmm. first. Because Nazmore is right next to Tetros, and Nazmore mm-hmm. is largely underground. Very um, true. So I would wager that Peaks probably knows of some alternative paths um, that could potentially lead, um, if not to the border of Tetros, but into Tetros too, maybe. Yeah, you looking at this map. Um, and those of you that uh, follow links to, um, I believe we're still on World Anvil right now, but 
possibly transitioning to something else. Um, on our map that is looking at the current ink expanse, the ancient lands of Tetros um, is to the north of Nazmor and Gosnesh, um, and to the northwest of... Um, oh, I've been saying Elbia. It's Eblia. That's okay. Sorry, um, Anastasia. Sorry, Anastasia. She didn't correct my typing, so... <laughs> That's okay. Um, I can just say it... Wait. Eblia. I'll just say it like that, and she can, like, put that word... Copy it in. Um, in, in every single situation where I've said... <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. That's so rude of me. Um, imagine that the capital city, Sicyr, is above to the north of the sea in the word uh, ancient. So kind oh. of right up, there's a little lake right above that. And then that like land expanse to the mm -hmm. north of that. Cool. So probably not get all the way there, but at least into Right, but you could get from... across the border for sure. Okay. So that's one piece of information that you've gathered is that you might be able to get there through some cavernous methods what else would you like to gather there right now the team is just fritz <laughs> still oh which well, i'm sure case, fritz likes <laughs> just, yeah. Peaks is going to pull the card i've been you know traveling these tunnels for the majority of my entire life and i know my way underground and also um like have you know, probably other ways of navigating these underground pathways that other people might not. So that's going to be kind of the pull from, from Peaks, who will um, ask their their leader, uh, his leader, to kind of share that with the group. Peaks does not speak much to people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Supervisor Umanon, who is the leader that's representing you and Nazmore here, um, uh, listens to you carefully just like tilts an ear backward mm -hmm. um and then leans back forward and um uh says their piece um mostly addressing fritz saying um champion we have these underground pathways that are easily accessible we are uh, miles away to them from them uh there to the east and they could easily take you northward um into uh, the lands of Tetris beyond their border and beyond the forces that are pressing against um, these countries that are nearby to us, Nazmor and Gosnesh alike, would get you past those front lines that are pressing us and um, closer to the capital city at the very least. Mm. Uh, what say you? Could um, my See, individual here... Awesome. Um, I like you. That is useful. Oh. I, I'm glad to hear. You can see that they're, like, still, like, sweating a little bit from, like, the possible, mm -hmm. like, bloody confrontation that happened earlier. And they're like, oh, I didn't get in a fight with Fritz. That's, that's yeah. good. Oh, my gosh. You're good. Um, I like you. Could, could, um, Peaks, could, could Peaks, um, lead you through these tunnels? Would you allow that? The kid? The. You hear a voice in your head. <laughs> I am. I probably can't whisper on an audio medium that's going to make people get woody. Uh, let's see. What does a pug sound like? Oh, golly. Welcome um, back to you hear a voice. Yeah. Hey, everybody. No. Um, you hear a voice in your head say, I am nearing the end of the Thrycreen lifespan. I am hardly but a child. Oh, sorry. My apologies. The old man? Um, you get a yes. buggy kind of blink. <laughs> 
Mm. Meg just blinked like staggered. That was <laughs> kind of cool. Um, frog, blink. Li- frog lizard blink. Um, uh, Supervisor Umanon uh, just is like, oh, yes. Um, mm. Interesting correction. How did you know that? Anyway, uh, uh, um, I don't yes, know. He, he would be happy to to guide you through these caves and yeah, caves. for sure. I mean, if you're gonna be, if we're gonna be, you know, coming up from the sort of like eastish southeast sort of situation like mm-hmm. i'm we're i'm sorry remind remind me we're going into eblia no you're going, going into tetris. nasmore you're going, going from nasmore into tetris from nasmore into tetris okay perfect that's mm-hmm. what i wanted to figure out and looking on the map um you guys are uh right to the north of the a in nasmore yeah. that little star where the sanctuary is that is where mm-hmm. you are currently amazing so um i think that Fritz pulls out a uh, sort of like one use, if you'll allow me, Ben, one use sending stone and just says, mm-hmm. I have some people up in uh, Ospai who still owe me like a, you know, a deal. So I could have them sort of make a ruckus from the other side of it. You know, they owe me. So uh, they can come in from the other side of the country, sort of, you know, knock some heads, take some of the, you know, side off there, keep it above ground, and then we'll go through the underground tunnels, I'm assuming, right? Amazing. So, uh... Awesome. Hey, Belgor, Civic, it's time. <laughs> um, and I'll walk off and start making plants with this. Awesome. It's a boomer behavior of, like, talking really loudly on the phone on, like, yeah. a public, <laughs> in a public place. Literally. It's li- it's literally that. Um, I love that. And then bits. I'll sort of set that in motion and then sort of walk back. They're in. Um, so whenever we need them. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bryce, your character, uh, Mazeth Greep, has just um, come back into the room from... Um, talking to this bugbear um, and has heard that Peaks um, has joined Fritz in this like very small infiltration force and that you are getting a warband distraction from the north from Ospi. So they're aiming to pull some warring forces and soldiers away from the south and towards the north. I guess I just, I'm going to insert myself into the plan and just like, I'm going to. And not uh, introduce myself or elaborate. <laughs> um, P.L. Moultrie, um basically just like scoots her chair to the side and just like offers you to like step closer to the table and just like join the conversation, um, as as though you are her equal and just be like, yeah, he can I mean, speak for I himself. I imagined that I was like just like standing behind her, like arms folded, just like mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I. I I just insert myself in, and I don't ask anybody's permission or say anything else. I just said, oh, I said, I'm also going to go. Um, yeah, uh, Peaks and Fritz, how okay. do you react to this? You are? Sorry. This is, sorry, that was rude. Fritz, put this, like, the in the hand, like, sticks it out. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to shake the hand, but this time I will look at your hand. <laughs> just like, be like, what? <laughs> no. It's custom, you know. Okay, well. Sucks to be you. You are? It's the Ospi Cannon's custom to greet people with a yep. uh, back <laughs> in the, Back in the collision era, yes. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> uh, current times, it's deemed, you know, it's a little unsanitary, and, you know, uh, we don't want to spread too many germs, but... They discovered germs in the meantime. Yeah. 
I'm the only reason this mission has a chance of succeeding. <laughs> okay. Could I make, like, an insight or a history check or something to see? Because, you know, the spy world, spy probably mm-hmm. knows of spy. Um, yeah. Does Peaks really have any confidence in that statement is kind of my question. Uh, yeah, I would make this insight if you're looking insight. for confidence. Sure, I would, sure, sure. I would say that um, my character has, like, a long history of successful spy operations like espionage and assassinations and like that guy who i was interrogating or talking to in the interrogation room said like Mm -hmm. he's a very well-known spy among other spies true he's old and he's seen a lot of shit i got a 21 on that inside check so i imagine that peaks is probably like yeah this guy this guy rules yeah for sure (laughs) yeah I mean, with that attitude, why not? Sounds like fun. You have gathered your team of three, and you've got a way past the border of Tetros, now with these tunnels. How do you make your way all the way into the capital, Sysir? Much farther north, away from the end of these tunnels. Is there a, like, outer wall to this sort of situation? Or, like, what's the... Is there, like... There would be to the city. Yeah. Gotcha. I... Is it, like, on a hill or anything? Or is it, like, flatlands? Like, what's the topography? It's pretty flatlands currently. Pretty flatlands. I think that if we're a- if Fritz was able to set up that sort of, like, thing with Belgor and Civic uh, from them coming in from the other side, I think that I would look for some sort of, like, uh, sewage grate on the outside of it. And, uh, and instead, I'm assuming it's not removable because, like, security... But I'll take my mace, which is a mace of smiting for the above table people at home, and has extra damage against like infrastructure. And we'll just start like wailing on this sewer grate until there's like a hole big enough for it. Open it and just say, "Okay, who's first? <laughs> Amazing. Um, all of you kind of sneak your way through this now pounded in grate." <laughs> Um, and eventually find an exit close to the center of the city. Um, you almost exit out of, like, a building where all of the um, sewage and, like, piping is gathered before it gets sent out in multiple directions to be more organized in the city. And you see around you tall spiraling towers, almost like horns or drills, um, that reach high above you casting shadows onto the stone streets and the sand scattered around them. Um, And I would like everybody to make a perception check, please. You exit onto the streets of Sysir. You said perception check? Perception, yes. Oh, I'm so good at perception, guys. (laughs) I got a nine. I got 18. Oof. I got Ooh, an 11. Awesome. Mazith, even on the streets, through the alleyways and between the tall, cloud-breaking buildings, you see the peak of what looks like an asteroid in the distance. Over the buildings, over the walls, in between these alleyways, 
veins of blue ripple across its mottled surface. And because you rolled pretty dang high, you can just barely see an individual crest the peak of its height and descend the other side. How do you make your way towards the northwestern edge of the city in order to approach the elemental? I might have got thrown off by your description. Is it an asteroid? Like, is it falling from the sky? It's not. It just looks like like we view asteroids like these oh, pockmarked okay. and like yeah. like ragged kind of stones. Yeah, just visual description. If it was flying, that would be kind of wild. Well, I know exactly what this is because I'm the only person who's talked to the guy. Oh yeah. Well, we can't fight this thing. Uh. I know that the engineer is supposed to be around, right? Because he never... The guy told me he's always around it. He's supposed to be around it. But right now you're in the middle of the city. And he said that it was outside the city. And it's to the northwest of you. Okay, I'm going to share the information that I received in the interrogation. And... um, We have no chance against that creature. But there is a weak point. And... He's their engineer of this thing. And tell them, yeah, he's to the northwest or northeast. I forgot what he said. And northwest. that's where we got to go. What's uh, an engine who? What's, what's somebody? That? Somebody we need to kill to stop this. Okay. I think Peeks is going to kind of pull out... Um, the chunk of blue material and i'm assuming it looks similar to the blue kind of you know going across this big chunk of rock um it does okay and peaks is going to um mazith greep in your head you hear um peaks creepy little buggy voice saying i think it's a common phrase in some places too fight fire with fire and like hold out the chunk of blue material i take it and i examine it oh peaks does not want to let you take it peaks is gonna try and (laughs) yes bug like sucking noises i think they like use their hand and they drop it into the hand that is like lower And then they toss it to the other one before tucking it back into their exoskeleton. And their mandibles are just going to go like... <laughs> That's sick. Um, Bug noises. Bug noises. Awesome. Um, how do you begin making your way through the city towards the northwest edge where this elemental is? Um, I would like to do so stealthily. For sure. I, I Let's concur. have everybody roll stealth. <laughs> Let's see if Frisk can do it. (laughs) Oh, no, man. I think that you guys notice, um, as we're starting to sneak, that, like, Fritz's armor is, like, moving a lot, and it's making a lot of noise, but there seems to be, like, a a quietness in the way that they, like, that she, like, steps a little bit to where, like, her actual footsteps aren't making any noise, but her armor is, so it's very much balancing each other out. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of scoff, oh. like, God, amateurs. I got a 19 <laughs> with my plus Ooh. one. I rolled an 18. Yeah. <laughs> got a 22 stealth. Amazing. 
I got like a 28, I think, so we're good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very good. You are slipping down alleyways and um, being unnoticed by many citizens of Sysir that all look unfamiliar to you. They're wearing clothes that are foreign um, and speaking a language that you don't understand, um, despite many other countries' best efforts to get uh, the inked expanse common into the vernacular of many of their citizens. Um, and as we start this infiltration, um, I'm going to start with Jay and Fritz. Can you roll a D8 for me? Absolutely. You want this D8. Friend. It is better if you roll this D8 uh, as a low number for you. Okay, gotcha. Oh, just maybe for I flavor. Set. Okay. As just so sneaking. you know how to roll it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, for flavor, as they're sneaking along, Peaks is, like, crawling along, like, buildings, and their carapace kind of, like, shifts to change and to blend in as they just kind of scuttle along, um, with their little, little booties that they have on their feet. Um. (laughs) Bug boots. I. Bug bug boots. boots. (laughs) Bug boots. But it's, like, spelled, like, ugh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. (laughs) i rolled a six (laughs) okay um you're going down this pathway and (laughs) precious bugs with two g's tm in the chat so hard (laughs) you're walking down and you come to a part of the alleyway where you're almost forced to go across a large street and then back into an alleyway and as you go across this pathway, Fritz, you almost bump head first into a young Sysir child who sees you and begins screaming and crying at the sight of an individual they don't recognize in their home city, on their home street, only a few doors down from their house. And that's where we're going to end our <gasps> no, episode. No! Oh my gosh. Oh no. Ba, ba, ba. Let's see if I can girl boss my way out of this one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got two more of these episodes coming your way um, over the next two weeks. And we hope you look forward to being in the Inked Expanse once again. We've been so happy to be back, and I'm very happy to have Bryce back with us, although for a limited Yay, time Bryce. only. I'm Woo! gaming. <laughs> Pro gamer. <laughs> Um, and then we will put some socials things in here. Do we have, like, a thing where we just, like, plug our socials? Uh, don't, but Jay and I, I can are say experts it. now. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, should, I have never said it in my life. You Meg, you say the first half and I'll say the second half. <laughs> okay. If you're interested in keeping up with us throughout the week and also when we're not posting and stuff, you can find us on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at Spells and Whistles Pod, and you can find us on Twitter, I mean X or whatever it is anymore, at spells underscore whistles. Yes. And uh, we're on Discord, so if you want to join our Discord group, it's fun. We've got question of the day. We've got D&D trivia. It's real cool, friends. Do it. Um, And if you feel like giving us a little extra love there, we do have a Patreon page, but like, don't feel like, you know, you have to. We're, we're, We're just chilling. We're just vibing. Come join the Discord for sure, because... We're fun and tee ha ha on there. Also, as a little perk for those of you that join the Patreon, I made custom feats for 
the players of these episodes. And those custom mm-hmm. feats are going to be posted on our Patreon for any level of supporter, which is Aww. pretty cool. And if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, you do have to Venmo me $20. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, Legally binding. You heard him say right it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. That's all for this episode. That's we'll see you next folks. week. Goodbye. Oh, I would say, like, have a sparkly... Mm-hmm. What was the thing that it said? Stay spooky. And then it was stay sparkly. Stay... What's bug- sneaky? Stay sneaky. Stay sneaky. Oh, stay, stay sneaky. sneaky. I love stay that. Sneaky. Stay sneaky, friends. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.